Holy smokes, what a week, eh? What a week. Yeah. Um, I, I have been trying to keep real busy. I don't know about you. Uh, chases the sads away. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, it's been rough this week. But I am happy to report that, you know, it's always crazy. But uh, there are things happening again. So this week I went, I was, like, texting my buddies. We're trying to, like, nail down a time and have a Zoom call to, like, schedule some bachelor party stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sorry, can't. I'm going to burlesque show. Sorry, can't. I'm going to roller derby. Sorry, can't. Going to monster trucks. I'm sorry, oh, can't. Right, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like there's so much going on right now. Yeah, I'm like not used to this amount of socializing and I feel like I need more downtime again because <laughs> from doing nothing for a few years to going like every single weekend there's something and you're just constantly like being invited to stuff or yeah. there's just like tickets and, and concerts you want to go to. Yeah, I feel like I need more downtime. I don't want to like jump into it too much, you know? I don't have the stamina. No, fully. And like when we were doing the Phillips Backyard, that festival at the Phillips Brewery, we were emceeing and doing a full two-day festival. And I, yeah, had to take some times out. I like went into, I remember going into the the, uh, Porta Potty at one point just being like, I need to take a breath. And it's like, this is the only place I can get away from people. And I'm taking a big deep breath in a Porta Potty because I don't know what to do. I was just feeling very overwhelmed. I was like, I have to go on stage in front of people. What do I do? I just need to calm myself down by myself in a Porta Potty. Oh, boy. Not to mention also, I was wearing a onesie. I always do that at festivals. So I'm like naked in a porta potty, giving myself deep breaths so I can get through it. But it was so good. But sure. the other side of it was like, I'm anxious. Ah, this is a lot of socializing. How do yeah. I deal with this? You know? Uh, yeah. Someone we work with, I thought they were wearing a onesie the other day. Yeah. Turns out it was a twosie. Oh. But yeah. it was onesie. It looked like a onesie. That's that's a move. It was such yeah, a move. Same yeah. color, same yes. fabric. That's the way I should do it from here on out. Um, Well, yeah, please do. I know. I'm the same way. I've been going on the weekdays as well. Like, I've been partying school nights. Yeah. And, uh, and, like, I had a Wednesday where I just, all I had to do was go home and be quiet. And I Mm. cherished so much. Right. It's wonderful. But uh, how good. Well, all right. Hopefully you're enjoying life. We got a big, long pod for you. Love you for listening so much. Please enjoy. How's your green thumb? Because I can't do it by myself. I got a cat and a dog and a full-grown adult man to take care of. Is that yourself? Yes. Okay. And I'm not doing very well with any of the three of us. Right. So I can't also be asked to take care of these little green guys that uh, are finicky and temperamental and, oh, no, you breathed on me wrong. Uh, A sunlight touched me by accident. Dead plant. I like having them in the house, but I can't do it. What about you? I love going into a house and seeing that they have just beautifully living plants everywhere. They're happy. They're just, yeah, they have care. They tend to them. That's incredible. I'm so impressed because, yeah, I have one plant that I've actually had for seven years now, and I've never repotted it. I have never given it new soil. I give it water when I remember, which is very infrequent. And it doesn't see light, and it's still living somehow. Wait, you got a cactus of some kind? No, it's like a peace lily, I think. It's like a big leafy guy, and he's just doing all right. That's great. And he doesn't want to die, and I don't understand. Like, I shouldn't have had this plant for so long, but every other plant that I've brought into the house dies. 
a sad death. Wow. Well, blessings to you Thank and you. that plant. And uh, one thing that's really neat, actually, is that scientists are now trying to grow plants in soil that they brought back from the moon. Mm-hmm. That These researchers in Florida got 12 grams, 12 precious grams of expensive moon dirt from <laughs> NASA to try and spout their seeds and it sounds like it's going pretty well, actually. It's working. It's actually spouting. Yeah, they're planting fail cress, and it's, yeah, it's sprouting, and it's doing well, so maybe that's what I need, some moon dirt. What do you say? Oh, <laughs> what is it called? Fail cress? Fail cress? Fail. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Oh, okay, because that's what I was thinking. Like, if this can grow in moon dirt, then it can grow also <laughs> at the Placino slash West Households. There you go. But it's so cool that they're able to do this. Can you imagine one day looking up at the moon? And it's all green. Oh, yes. I would love that. Yeah, we got some huge news in Victoria today that the B.C. government is going to be spending $789 million on a brand new Royal B.C. Museum building. Uh, What is happening is they're looking at like the seismic upgrades that need to be done. They're going to revamp it to make it more modern Mm -hmm. and to make it more inclusive and to share the voices of Indigenous communities and really focus on that. So it is going to be closed starting September 6th and they're looking to reopen it by 2030. So this is going to be a huge construction job. Right. There's going to be over a thousand jobs available for construction as well. If you think about it, that's a long period of time to be closed down. It's a big job. Yeah. But it gets me thinking like, yeah, if you love the museum and how it is right now, you definitely want to go soon and like pack up all those memories, you know, (laughs) say a final goodbye. Yeah. Did you, did you say that online today, there's a lot of like mixed reaction? Oh yeah. People, what's the beef that just, that's changing at all? I think the amount of money is pretty shocking. Okay. $789 million to a lot of housing that maybe could be built. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's like, why are we spending here instead of there? Uh And you know, that, that always comes up when there's any sort of huge amounts uh, being spent in the government. Of course. And then I think there's also like the nostalgia feeling. It's like, why are we fixing something that isn't broken? Turns out that there are things that do need to be upgraded for safety, but I understand. It's like, you grew up in Victoria. This is such like a sentimental place. And yeah, I get it. Yeah. People feel, I think the way the museum, the way they do about Disneyland is that they want it to never change. Oh. They want to go back as adults mm-hmm. and for it to be exactly the same as it was when they were children. Yeah. And that's just not the way anything works, right? You've got to, at some level, improve, make better, you know, for it right. to stay relevant in any way. So, um, yeah, I think that's interesting. There's also, I'm interested in this, they're thinking about changing the name too. Mm, right? Okay. They haven't decided yet, but they want to get public consultation about whether or not they drop the Royal from the Royal BC Museum. Oh, okay. So would that just be that? And just the BC the, the museum. Is that already taken? Columbia. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I do hope that they keep that mammoth, though. It's so nice walking into the museum and seeing that mammoth. Though I would like to touch it. I'd like to be able to touch it. Okay. Me too. Yeah. I'd like to climb it. I'd like to go on the back. I'd like it to take me around the museum. Yeah. That's my only request. Yeah, it should have a saddle on there for sure. Yeah. That mammoth always surprises me too. Like I know it's going to be there, and I'm like, oh, you got me. <laughs> Spook me, dude. Okay. Saddle that bad boy up. The city of Victoria has released trading cards of its fleet of working vehicles like the garbage truck and the sewer cleaner. It's great, and we hope this is just the beginning. Here are some other Victoria elements that we'd like to see on trading cards. The Darth Fiddler rookie card. Oh, here's a new one. Roving gangs of youths causing havoc. Oh, this is a good one. The current crystal pool in BC Museum. Get those while you can. They'll be collector's items pretty soon. That man downtown using a speaker instead of headphones. 
Good thing everyone loves Lil Wayne, dude. Thank you so much. Dr. Bonnie Henry, running on Dallas Road. That fake hawk kite that car dealerships use to keep seagulls from pooping on all the cars. I can't wait to collect them all. For the next hour on The Zone, it will be a <laughs> municipal appreciation moment because it is, did you know it's Public Works Week? Oh, cool. We're celebrating okay. Public Works Week, and the city of Victoria has released trading cards. Now, what could be on a trading card the city of Victoria has released? Guess what? It's sweet streepers, street sweepers and, and garbage trucks. It's our, your favorite city fleet vehicles on trading cards. It's very cute. I've been noticing that around Victoria, there's a lot of new types of vehicles that mm-hmm. I haven't seen before, like the sewer cleaner, and there's also the zero waste one, which is really cool. Now, so you can go down to get these at City Hall if you want to, and yeah. at the first glance, you might think, like, who wants a bunch of trading cards with a garbage truck on it? Well, guess what? They sent us some, Yeah, and they're awesome, and they all have stats on the back, and I don't know about you, Jim, but when I was a little kid, the garbage truck was my favorite celebrity. It was. Okay. Yeah. And it came by the house and I had to wave it out the window <laughs> right. every week, right? It was dr- garbage truck. Celebrities? Who cares was on the Tonight Show that night? I love garbage truck. Street sweepers. Yeah. Any sort of big city trucks are super exciting as a kid. And I am a sucker for those videos that you see on YouTube of the kids like coming out and like giving a gift and waving at the trucks. It's just so sweet. It that makes, was me. That was you? Yeah. Aww. Okay. So now let's pick our favorite here. We got a bunch. What's your favorite okay, one? Okay. My favorite one is the sidewalk sweeper because it's just a little guy. Yeah. So what it says, it says it's cute and nimble. The sidewalk sweeper works very hard every day sweeping downtown sidewalks, protected bike lanes, and hard-to-reach spots around town. That's my favorite part is when you see it going down a bike lane. You're like, what is that little Zamboni cutie <laughs> coming down the mm-hmm. bike lane? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like the EV Pokemon. It's like cute and nimble, right? And that was my favorite Pokemon growing up. My favorite is sewer cleaner, and uh, it weighs 29,000 kilograms. Wow. The sewer cleaner's long hose pumps water into underground pipes and works together with a vacuum hose mm, to remove blockages up. Yeah, ah. and keep our sewers flowing. Nice. Don't you wish when the toilet <laughs> is backed up or whatever, you had both a pump, hose pump and a vacuum to yeah. deal with that? Instead I don't of like, a plunger? Yeah, plunger sucks. I want two hoses, one sucking, one blowing. <laughs> Right. Jen, you and I both have very strong feelings about tap water and runs in my family, pardon the pun, uh, I'll just get on the phone with my dad and we'll just talk about tap water for like 45 minutes. (laughs) We just love, do you use the Brita and are you putting it in the fridge and how's the soda stream working for you and all that? Um, I noticed that this weekend at the Phillips Backyard Concert Series there, the water fill up station was phenomenal. Yeah. Like high pressure. It took two seconds to fill up an entire water bottle. Loved it, and it tasted great. Yeah. I well, love that about Victoria in general. I mean, everyone should be able to have clean and fresh drinking water. Yeah, and like, I don't know if we're just so spoiled with we do have the best drinking yeah, water that I've I ever tasted. Very, very or do you spoiled. think everyone just thinks that? Like, they just go around and what they're used to out of the tap is Maybe. what they think is good. But no, have you ever had the California tap water? Have you ever tried water in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, yuck, oh. yuck, 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 No, yuck. good. Yeah. So good to know that the Capital Regional District's Get to Know Your HTO <laughs> tours are back. This is a legitimate thing. Cool. Connects to residents with a tangible look at how drinking water is delivered from source to tap. That's pretty interesting actually I yeah all over that you leave the crd field office on a school bus and then you get a guided <laughs> tour to various stops within protected watersheds to see where your water comes Fun! From. 
Sweep. Big fan of that. I love it. Yes. Oh, now we're getting people on text line saying that their neighborhood's water is better than other oh. neighborhoods. View Royal better than James Bay? That's you and me going we head to head there, kid. water fight. <laughs> so it was pretty much too cloudy yesterday to really make much of the lunar eclipse that happened. Yeah, I didn't see I forgot about it, to be honest. I was grocery shopping at the time. Sure. So yeah. I was busy. No, you didn't miss anything because it was cloudy. But oh, okay. what I really loved, perhaps better than seeing the eclipse itself, mm-hmm. was Neil deGrasse Tyson dunking all over the eclipse. And I think it's really especially funny because here's a guy that really made a name for himself just like gushing and gushing over every celestial thing that happened yes. in the sky. Na- wow, nature, the universe, space. This, so stunning, so interesting. Listen to me, read my books. I'm on podcasts talking about space. It's the best. And then lunar eclipse happens and he's just like, that sucked. <laughs> He's like live tweeting it while it happens. This sucks. I don't care. <laughs> Get more creative. That's pretty much what he was saying. He said lunar eclipses occur on average every two or three years and are visible to all the billions of people who can see the moon when it happens. <laughs> so what you may have been told is that actually they're not rare at all. Yeah. They're not spectacular at all. Here's the, here's the next one. He says lunar eclipses are so unspectacular. <laughs> That if nobody told you what was happening to the moon, you'd probably not notice at all. Yep. I was so happy to see him say this because this is kind of how I feel. Yeah, I know. We were reporting on it last week and I was just kind of like, lunar, that's the one who cares, right? That's the one who cares, right? Yeah. The sun ones are like, yeah, okay, let's go cut a hole in a cardboard or something. Everyone travel down to Oregon or let's all have a ceremony. Whatever happens with the sun. There's a photo of Trump looking into the the (laughs) sun. (laughs) That becomes a meme. Very exciting. Yeah. 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 The the solar ones are what's uh, actually exciting. Um, I do love the fact that he's dunking on it, though. I think that's, yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. Thanks for the dunk, Neil. (laughs) The Calgary Stampede has released their midway food for this year, and it includes craft dinner flavored ice cream and hot dogs with crickets on them. Here are some Stampede-inspired culinary choices we're working on with the Victoria food scene in mind. Not to be outdone by the crickets, sandwich loose lizard burgers. Something called a hot dod. There's also a corn dod. Jumbo 10-inch shaftsicles. Deep-fried fat tugs. Chocolate marmot balls. Frozen soft-serve fork and pork. And for $700 million the Royal BC Museum of Cheese. (laughs) Um, Every few years, this conversation comes up in Victoria. Hey, remember we have like a rail that goes all the way up island? Remember that thing? (laughs) One for trains? Oh, yeah. You know that one. Sure. Um, So that's come up in conversation again, and there's been this huge proposal to get it back running again, and that would include a few trips in the Victoria area at peak hours, and then it would go all the way up island for commuters. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they want to toss like $431 million in this thing. If I do the math, that's about like half the price of the museum. (laughs) Good stuff. Topical. Um, I'm super into it. Mm -hmm. I love a train. I... (laughs) 
hate a gas price. <laughs> yeah. Get me on a train. I feel that. Yeah, I think that'd, that'd be great. It would help with traffic. I mean, we know the, the pros of having a train mm. in Victoria. That would be really nice, especially if you go from Victoria up to Langford. And if you go beyond as well, just being able to be a little bit more connected to those communities because we don't have those bus shuttles as like as many, like Greyhound or anything like that anymore. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the more connected, I feel the better. I know. I really like that it's when you say it both things too. When you say like, yeah, go to the tippy top of the island on the yeah. train. I lo- I enjoy doing that very much. I love it up tippity top of the island. It's beautiful up there. And if I got to take a nice relaxing train ride, what a vacation. And then when you say about commuting as well, it's like, holy smokes, the only way you could beat train for me at this point to save me some gas money is, well, submarine to Royal Bay. I've been pitching that. <laughs> submarine to Royal Bay for so long. It's the only way you beat this for me. A commuter submarine? Yes. <laughs> Nuclear powered, not wow, gasoline. that's great. Not gasoline. Um, the one downside, though, Paul, I know you wanted to go to the very tippy top of the island in this proposal. It's saying it's eventually going to get up to Courtney, but they're looking at more of the lower half of the island right uh, now. So eventually, maybe yeah, we can see fine. that. But yeah, I'm curious to hear what zoners think, if they think it's a good idea, what they'd like to see with that railway. I know that the idea of just turning it into a walkway or a bike path was an, inter- was okay. an interesting one that's been thrown around. Yeah, that's what I'm actually more interested in. We seem very pro this yeah. idea of the train, so if you don't like it, please come at us hard with the negativity. <laughs> yes, please. Go hard in the text line. Yeah. Come at us with negative feedback. Call us names. Yeah, get angry. Yeah. Nothing. Everyone's like, I agree, there should be a train. Yes, that'd be nice if there was a train. It would ease all the problems. Yeah. Okay. The, the most negative comment we got was, I think Victoria should get a monorail instead mm. of a train. Okay. And if you know, Jenny... Monorail. Mono means one, and rail means rail. That's all you're going to say about that? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> That's it. I want to say. All right. Now we have another thing to say when it's like, oh, gas broke another record. We could be like, well, get better get that train going then. Yeah. I'm sick of saying, like, maybe I'll learn how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> We got one very heated message. This is exactly what we asked for. Thank you so much, James, for texting this in. Can we even say all of this? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Okay. Good luck. Well, it was, hey, you dum-dums. I'm pretty sure that the train runs on diesel, which is still a fossil fuel and very, very expensive, that the rides on diesel-powered train would most likely be expensive if the city council would beep, 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 poop out of their ears, beep, 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 and listen to our cries about light rapid transit. Sorry for being so vulgar, but you told me to, so I love you. Thank you, James. Oh. Uh, these are good points. Actually, yeah, I didn't <laughs> think about that. Um, it, yeah, is it possible that the train that got running could run on some kind of renewable energy? Like, yeah. Or be light rapid transit, something totally, like that. Totally, like just a using the, or something, but just use that area for it. Yeah, Maybe, use you know the what? existing rail line. Yeah, you bring out very good points. A lot of them I had to beep out, but yeah, great points. Um, I also want to uh, say congrats to you, Paul, because you had mentioned a monorail right. earlier, yeah. and I was waiting for you to just quote an entire Simpsons episode, uh, and I just wanted to say, good job on your restraint. Well, thank you. And it's okay, because with people who are messaging about monorail, it's easy, because you mm-hmm. just have to ask them like simple questions like, I hear those things are awfully loud. Stop it. And I'm going to take it and back. And then there's a response. I'm going to take it back. It glides as softly as a cloud. And then, and then I would say... The ring came off hey, my pudding can. Hey, remember we were talking about restraint? And then what would hey, the, remember that? the response be to that? 
take my penknife, my good man. I spare it. Springfield's only choice. This is coin. Chapstick in the zone at 91.3. That's Muse of Madness in the Oh, it's so funny. So what are we talking about? Monorails? No, no. And the, the train. We uh, got one message. That, I don't know if it meant to be this funny, but I am rolling laughing at it. Uh, so funny. Do you want to say it? Yes. Yeah, so like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so not funny. even that funny. No. It's really not, but it just has this going. Someone, we were uh, saying like, oh, what possible reason could there be for not having the train? And someone said... <laughs> People will probably get their cars hit because they're not used to having a train there. And that would be bad for a car to get hit by a train. But yeah, it's just something we would never think of as a negative. Yeah. I oh, think, okay. I think they have those, from this. those train crossing things that come down and there's like the big signs and yeah. ding, 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 ding. Yeah, those would be installed too. Are Don't worry. It's all good. Car accident mitigation. There'd be PSAs about it before it came out. Oh. Like, just so you know, there's going to be a train coming. <laughs> Paul, why do you look all roughed up? What's going on? Oh, oh gosh. I just, I would... I was trying to steal you a fine fat goose and this mom chased me off the property in the middle of her breastfeeding. <laughs> Come here, you little honker. Whoa, oh, hey, hey, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Paul, I told you so many times. I don't need any fine fat gooses. It's not worth it, man. I don't need any waterfowl. I know. Now go brush off your talons. Usually May Long Weekend is like the busiest weekend for camping trips. It's kind of the start of the camping season for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but there have been a lot of articles that have been coming out about Tofino specifically. They really want to cut back on people just camping anywhere they please. Yeah, that's right. They say in the last couple of years, and it makes sense, right? Yeah. We were told to go outside. And so there was this all this extra demand for the outdoors of Vancouver Island, yeah, more maybe than regular campgrounds can accommodate, and so people were—I know I was—getting those mm-hmm. back back road camp back road map books. Oh, yeah. Right? I got a back road map book and I got an all-wheel drive vehicle and they're going down logging roads and just finding a place to pitch a tent. Mm-hmm. And so now they're saying that that has become, the levels of this have become unacceptably high. Yeah. Uh, so there's a few reasons why. Number one, it has a negative impact on indigenous territorial lands yeah. and highly sensitive surrounding ecological areas, including local aquifers. As well, it uh, this kind of illegal camping, because it is mm-hmm. illegal, uh, increases the risk of wildfires. Oh, I'm sure also just garbage in general in those sort of areas too, yes. probably. Uh, don't do so well. So if you don't have a camp spot and you can't find a reservation this weekend, I mean, ask your friends, see sure. if they have an extra spot for you. Yeah, because this is what they're saying is like, do not do this. Right. Stick to the authorized campgrounds. Okay. Have you ever like made friends with a camp? camper beside you all the time all the time what's your go-to move there's a couple you can do um obviously you got a beer you got a spare beer oh yeah hey how's it going neighborino and you toss him a brewski i like to do that like at home too when there's like a new neighbor who comes by be like want to come up for a beer or i'm just gonna leave it on your doorstep just let you know we're all friends here um, and the other thing, too, is what is good as gold when you're out camping is spare firewood, oh. especially if you've had to hike in or whatever. Yeah. So one time we did a hike in and I brought a bundle of firewood and it was the most worst pain in the ass, <laughs> as you can imagine, right? Just bringing in heavy, heavy firewood. And the people next to us had been there more a longer time. And so they had all this firewood that they had scavenged and collected and wow. chopped up. And they came and said, here you go. Here's some wood for your fire. And it was the greatest way to strike a friendship in the world. There you go. Friends forever.
How are your pets with the wind? Do they get spooked by it? I should call them and ask them. I don't yeah, know. Get yeah, get the pager going. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wear a pager just for the pets to get in touch with me. Yeah, so you don't know? Um, my cats love the wind. Oh, yeah, they go tornado vibes, right? They oh, go yeah. goblin mode? Oh, they go <laughs> around the house. For the wind. Uh, yeah, they love the wind. They love the shadows it creates. Huh. They don't love thunder, though, and any sort of loud noises. So this is like thunderous wind, right? Like yeah. it's just like booming through the windows. But I was reading this adorable story in the CBC today uh, about a couple that was just honk shooing in their bed, having okay. a nice sleep. Yeah. They have three dogs, okay? Okay. Once in a while, a dog would hop into a bed, but they realize... That happens all the time. Gary always, middle of the night, decides, I'd like to be in the bed now. Right. In you're the like, middle of the night. Oh. This is cute, but you're okay. taking up the entire bed. Come on up. Yeah. 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 So can you just move? Can you scooch? So they wake up and they see a, a, a dog in the bed and they're like, that's weird. It mm-hmm. that doesn't look like any of our three dogs. Turns out just a strange dog that has hopped into their bed because that night there was this huge storm that went through their city (laughs) and the dog somehow found a way in and just nestled up between them. Got into the house. (laughs) Did a a break and enter. The most (laughs) adorable break and enter you can do. Maybe there was a doggy door there. Okay, sure. And then was like, I know. Honk shoe. I hear a honk shoe happening. (laughs) Followed the noise, went into bed, and that was where the safety was. Yeah, so I think eventually they got it back to its owners. But just a heads up, you know, look out for your animals right now. They could be spooked and you could wake up with a dog in your bed. Okay, good. Some conservation officers yesterday in Vancouver were getting a lot of phone calls because someone spotted a jungle cat or what they thought was a jungle cat. A lot of reports of a cougar, a cheetah, a 200-pound jaguar. Okay, easy. What? And they're like, what What kind of cat is this? Why is it in Vancouver? What's happening? Downtown Vancouver as well. What? So they posted a photo of it, and it's this- That's just like that Simpsons episode where the bear wanders in a town. Okay, sorry, go on. Don't. No more Simpsons references <laughs> on this show, okay? Okay, okay. Okay, so they posted a photo of it, and it's apparently this, like, you know those wild domestic, domestic cats, yeah. but they look like jungle cats? It's not quite a bangle, but they're even bigger. Yeah, so they get real a, big. Yeah, Savannah cat. So it's kind of a mix between a domestic feline and a wild African cat, and people just have them. But I guess it got out, <laughs> and it was just roaming the streets. This thing is a big cat. Yeah, I believe it. Like, seeing that, I'd be absolutely terrified, and I would think it, would, it were a cheetah. Yes, I've seen one of those in real life, too. There was a store I would go to, yeah, and they had one that lounged about the store. Right. And it did look like a huge jungle cat had gotten in, and you didn't know how it was there. And it just was there. And I understand the panic, too, because think about this. What would you rather encounter? Jungle cat or, like, say, a wolf? Yeah, I would rather encounter a wolf. Right? Yeah, you go, here, doggy. Mm-hmm. You know? With a cat, you go, pss, 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 but they never come. Yeah, because I do what you want. I often have like just <laughs> hot links in my pocket, so I'll be like, "Here, just have some hot links, Wolfie." Yeah, yeah. And while you're distracted, as easy as that, right? <laughs> but the jungle cat is smarter than that, and they right? will just like tear your innards out. Oh, game over. Terrified of jungle cats. Okay, what about this? Okay, a nice shark. Okay, or a mean octopus. Oh, a nice shark. Really? Oh yeah. But I think about it because the shark. Still might want to take a bite out of you. Just because it's nice doesn't mean it's not hungry. But the octopus has got a vendetta. The smart. But the smarts of the octopus, too. Yeah. Right? It's all about the smarts. See, cats are smart. And they're sneaky. Octopus, smart and sneaky. Would not want to encounter one. (laughs) 
Okay, so wow. throw out. We had so many stories to talk about, but just throw them all out. We'll be talking about this for the entire rest of the day. <laughs> Zoners are texting in, what would you rather encounter to animals? And we have so many that we have to take the rest of the day to deal with it now. Yeah, I mean, this one, Scott says, would you rather encounter, so you're in the woods by yourself, yeah, right? Okay. Would you rather encounter a jacked up kangaroo looking for a boxing partner or a hungry grizzly with a pulled hamstring hampering his movements? Grizzly. I know it's tough, and yeah. grizzlies are deadly, but a kangaroo can kill you so dead. Oh, yeah, one swift kick. Yes. Right in the ribs. Like in cartoons. All of them broken. Yeah. Yes. Gone. Yeah, and the punching as well. The punching. Even if you're a, a, an incredible boxer, you're out. You're out. You're out. You ever see those videos of kangaroo, like, will drag someone into the water and drown them? Oh, I'm so sorry. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't like that. Kangaroos can get real mean. Yikes! And okay. they're strong. Okay. Scott, there's your answer. Thanks for that. So Kieran, age eight, writes, an angry blue ring octopus or an angry jungle cat. Oh, oh, those are top tier right there. Yeah, the blue ring. I didn't do the goog on it, but I imagine that's but a tough is octopus, the octopus, right? octopus in the woods or uh, is it in the water? Because the setting probably changes things. I feel like octop- octopus on land yeah. is also very scary and threatening yeah. oh they can move like, like how'd you fast. get here we're in the middle of a mountain yeah how did you do this on the other hand the jungle cat in the water i can handle that <laughs> yeah i can handle that too it. okay yeah. ellen says a koala with a bad case of chlamydia or a 10 pound rat okay what why does the chlamydia have to do with it no this is something that you brought to my attention because i was like whoa you're gonna why would a chlamydia be a threat? You just take some <laughs> antibiotics and you're good to go. Right. Right? But um, apparently koalas have chlamydia? All of them. Every Pretty single much? One. Yes. Wow. I did it's, not know that. It's a real problem. Really? For the koala bear. Because when, it be, when it's untreated, it can cause blindness and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And cysts and oh my gosh. So it's it's probably very irritated, this koala. All koalas. Uh, but uh, with a bad case, if you came across oh. one with a bad case in yeah. the woods, you know, it's probably very irritated. Probably needs some help. That's right. I think I'd rather go for the koala. I don't want to come across a 10-pound rat no. ever. They're still more cuddly. Koalas even are with the, so cute. Even with the clap. Yeah. Allison says cobra chicken, otherwise known as a Canada goose. <laughs> Love. Angry. Oh, very. <laughs> versus any large spider in your shower. Oh, a large spider in my shower. Really? I would rather come across. Yes. How about you? I've survived Canada Goose. Oh, no, probably still the spider. Um, (laughs) um, Okay, Dean says, nice cobra, mean sloth. Oh, mean sloth. Yeah. Sloth, they don't don't lunge at you. No. I don't think. Are they capable of a lunge? The meanest sloth, what can it do? What a sweet, slow cutie. Unless the cobra... Oh, it's a little grumpy. Yeah, even the nice cobra might want to hug you, and that's too much hugging. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Kiana says, a nice cockroach or a mean ostrich. Nice cockroach. No problem about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mean Great. ostrich. Look at the talons on an ostrich. Okay. And the leg strength. <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely Big birds, not. absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. In you clue it, there's a lot of bear issues happening right now. Sure. And they're finding that bears are getting into cars because it's known that cars have food in them. Mm-hmm. And even if they don't have food in them, bears are breaking into cars. And there's this story in the news right now of a car that got broken into by a bear, but somehow the door closed behind oh, no. and the bear got stuck in the car. And you can imagine just how like panicky this bear is now stuck in a car, not being able to get out, claws just the entire interior of the car completely apart. It is yeah. absolutely destroyed. It starts eating the ceiling. And the woman, oh, the woman whose car it was, she was the sweetest lady ever. Here's a clip of her. It was devastating. It was devastating. 
At the time, I thought that poor bear, he's just frantic. He needs to get out. But I was too afraid to open the door. So her car is being destroyed from the inside yeah. out, and her concern is for the bear's well-being. So it was sweet. very sweet. How they eventually got it was a cop came and tied a string to the door and opened it from afar. Yeah. And then and the bear scampered away. Like, really scampered. was so terrified. Now, it raises the question, okay. what would you rather have trapped in your car, <laughs> a moose or a bear? And that actually came in a courtesy of Zoner Melanie. Thanks for that. Yeah, a mother moose or a mama bear. Both frightening. Yeah, I think I would rather have a bear because when you open the door you know the bear is going to run out but a moose it's so big all its limbs would be like tangled up probably and bent and you'd have to like physically help it out of the car i don't know how it got in the car in the first place but i think i'd rather have a bear okay what about this sebastian says a nice sasquatch or a mean unicorn oh a nice sasquatch i know i take it for a spin i'd be like yo want to get a beer i wish i had a nice sasquatch anyways yeah jason says a mean pikachu or a nice bowser nice bowser Yeah, me too, because I know how to defeat even a mean Bowser. You grab it by the tail and swing it, and you say, so long, get Bowser. (laughs) Finally, Craig says, ungoliant or a Balrog. What's that? I'm so sorry. Did this you is look a reference up? to something. No, Did well, I didn't them? understand what it was. Obviously, you'd rather right. encounter an ungoliant because that's just a big giant spider. Ooh. But um, Samwise Gamgee was able to take that down. Oh, with, it's the Lord of the Rings. Yes. Oh, okay, a sword, yeah, yeah. a Balrog. It took Gandalf, a wizard, one of the Meyer, one of the five wizards, took him all his energy and killed Gandalf the Grey to kill the, the wow. Balrog. They're a demon of the old okay, world. Okay, that seems like the right okay. answer to me Durin's then. Bane. Okay, you okay. can't Okay, frightened okay. Legolas. Okay. okay, okay. So yes, the spider. We all had our power out yesterday because of the windstorm. So what did you do? Oh, it's wild. I lit the first non-romance or poop candle that I have in many years. That's special. But how about you? Well, you remember. It just happened that I wanted to watch my favorite Simpsons episode. So I went over to your house and you recited the whole thing to me. That's right. It was the episode where the bear wanders into town. So it opens up and the bear is just wandering through the town and it's crushing their mailbox. And Homer looks out the window and he says, looks like bad nude for the Impson family. And then Ned Flanders sees the bear and he dives out of his car. And then he can't remember the knock to get into the house. So he crashes through the window. Well, gotta go. And so then the bear control comes and they shoot the bear with a tranquilizer. And they also shoot Barney Gumble with the tranquilizer. And so the forestry service hauls away the bear. And then Moe's bar has a big truck and they haul away Barney. And then everyone gets mad that there's no bear control. And so Homer goes and he marches to City Hall and he says, we're here. We're queer. We don't want any more bears. Oh, a couple of stories today about everyone in Victoria's very favorite subject of conversation. What is it? The real estate market in this wacky old town. Yeah, so there was one specific property that was going viral on TikTok. Someone uh-huh. did one of those 3D virtual tours of this property and it was just, uh, it was a mess. You know, there's just <laughs> like what looks like blood stains everywhere. Right. It was, yeah, everything was falling apart. The ceiling was caving in and they were just saying how creepy it was. Anyway, it was up for $800,000. This is like a single family detached home mm-hmm. yard. It's got a beautiful property. $800,000. Nice part of town too, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, and that was catching a lot of attention because it's like, oh my gosh, a house under $1 million. Yes. 
But everywhere else in the world is like, wow, that's wild. That price is so high for something that's just going to get torn down. Oh, so that's why TikTok loved it so much is because they don't understand (laughs) the very particular weird hell we live in here on this island. Oh, okay. I understand that. Yeah. I remember seeing that on Zillow because I like to dream, okay, (laughs) and go through house properties that I'll never be able to buy. And I was like, whoa, a house under one million. I don't even care. I'm going to get like some cleaning done in there. I will absolutely take it if I had the money to do it. Okay. Because that's interesting. We both, we kind of had different thoughts about this because I see it on risk like tear it down just tear it down for uh, I don't know if it's a 800,000 you could probably tear it down and rebuild Mm -hmm. for 200,000 maybe I don't know and (laughs) then still you're under a million one dollar under a million so that's that's not so bad Uh, but you had a different thought right because you watch those what do they call it? Deep oh, clean TikToks? It's like hazardous cleaning TikToks right. where they come in with like the hazmat suits and like do a real deep clean, but they do it in the most satisfying like ASMR way. Uh-huh. And this would be the perfect candidate. The amount of cleaning videos you could get. Please, whoever bought this house, please post some cleaning videos again <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> when the entire house looks like it's deeply splattered with blood, yeah, that's a lot of hours of the, the of the toothbrush, what? right? That's the noise. It's so it is so satisfying, uh, and it's got good bones. <laughs> yeah, people are thinking it's haunted, but. And I was saying that uh, I would just knock it down and uh, try and rebuild it for uh, $200,000, but uh, I got multiple messages in here telling me <laughs> that uh, it doesn't cost that much, and the, the cost to build an average house in Victoria these days is closer to $400,000. Now, I think you misunderstood me, is that I was going to start by building the house out of straw, oh, and I- then build a little equity, and then see if I could upgrade to sticks, mm. and obviously take out some pretty comprehensive wolf insurance. Oh, yeah, that's important, too. I that would, straw, the price has gone up I quite know, a bit. Hopefully, I can keep it under 200 grand out of straw. Mm, I don't know, man. Yeah. On the other side <laughs> of the real estate spectrum here, there's a property up for sale right now in Souk. Mm-hmm. Listen to this, Jen. Doesn't this sound pretty good? A 10-acre lot features seven waterfalls. <laughs> okay, it's just a lot. No buildings on it. A 60-foot natural swimming hole. Beautiful. Two dual canyons. I'd be happy with a single canyon (laughs) on my property. Dual streams, oceanfront views. It also has an ancient 60-foot trout hatchery. Holy. An old train trestle, beach, (laughs) and old growth forest. Possibilities endless for the low, low price of $30 million. And old growth forest on this property. Okay, so we need we need someone to do something really lovely with this place. How mm-hmm. much is it? 300, $30 million. $30 million. Oh, cheap, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we think, who's going to buy it, right? I yes. mean, I'm hoping it's someone who will allow the public to be involved at that. I would like to have at those waterfalls. <laughs> I would like to be in those waterfalls. I'm thinking maybe a resort. Yeah, but a resort costs money, so I just want like a really, (laughs) really nice multi-millionaire to just buy it and say, Paul and Jenny specifically, (laughs) I installed a zip line, come on out, (laughs) go for a swim, take a zip, and if you want to bring a date, that's fine. That sounds great. (laughs) Please do that for us. The annual Symphony Splash event is being replaced with a 10-day Splash Around Town Music Festival in Victoria. Here's a list of good and bad places to get splashed in this town. You just finished your hike up Mount Wells and are feeling all sweaty. Hey, that's a good place to get splashed. You're attending Dinner on Blanc. 
That's bad. A fun day at Durant's Lake. That's good. Taking a tour of the new wastewater treatment plant. That's bad. A seal at Fisherman's Wharf is feeling extra playful and gives you a flipper full. That's good. You're going on hour six waiting at the walk-in clinic. That's bad. Not so fun. Prices for everything going through the roof, obviously gas, right? And people are choosing and picking where they drive and what they do. And at the grocery store, too, I'm really feeling it. I, Jen, buy one single grocery bag Mm -hmm. of groceries every single week. $100, $100, no problem. Yeah, imagine having a family, too, to I feed. I cannot. Woo! So I'm interested here now. They are, uh, so I'm reading best grocery shopping hacks that can help you save a lot of money. Can I read you some of these? Oh, please, yeah. Okay. One, shop in bulk. Okay. If you can do it. Really? Especially with families. Oh, I find I get I go overboard with bulk. You have to have uh, limits, yeah. you know? You have to have uh, control, <laughs> self-control, What's not to thing? just be like, I'm ah. going to fill this entire bag because <laughs> then it's like a $30 bag of nuts. Uh, one thing I keep reading about is a deep freeze. They can oh. be a real lifesaver if yeah. you're able to, you know, maybe in tandem with the bulk shopping, mm-hmm. get a bunch of stuff, freeze it, and then you've got it for longer. Yeah. You really make it last. If you okay. have space for that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, how about this? Flyers mm-hmm. and on sale items. Yeah. Someone said if you if it's not on sale, no sale. Yeah. Only I agree things. with that. I've been shopping on sale. That's that's the way you gotta do it. Um also I have to give props to people who coupon shop. Because I used to work as a cashier for like right. five years, and my favorite time was when like the couponers would come. They'd have their binder completely beautifully organized. They'd get a bill from two hundred dollars down to like ten. Wow! They only shopped in coupons, and it was just beautiful. So what we do? They come into my lane. <laughs> I'd close it down. I knew it was going to be like a half hour, you know, trip down this uh, <laughs> this uh, grocery shop. And yeah, it was it was incredible. Wow. Yeah, give them a high five at the end of the day. It's like, yes, well done. <laughs> Save that money. All the oh, yeah. That deserves a high five. Absolutely. And Jennifer texted in telling us about this app called Flip. Mm. We're not sponsored by them, okay? okay. But I just I just downloaded it. And not I've yet, been, we're not. Yeah, distracted <laughs> because I'm just making my shopping list. So you can see every flyer. Like, you can put in all the places that you shop and you can see all of the flyers and create your own shopping list so you can get the best deals. But you do have to, like, you know, travel around to get your best deals. But that is so handy. Thank really? Really? It's called Flip with two P's. Okay, yeah, I'll check get it, it out. Get you know, it. You know what else I got to start doing? Eating beans and rice. Yeah. They're cheap and, you know, rice is like you can have a thousand of them and get filled right up. Beans, underrated. Beans are underrated. I've been eating a lot of oatmeal too. Underrated. Cheap? Ooh, yeah. Throw some protein in there too. Like what? Protein. Okay. Powder. Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That's what I eat most mornings now. It's great and cheap. Wow. Better than eggs. Mm. Mm. As the Battle of Alberta rages, they had to fence off the statue of Wayne Gretzky in Edmonton because fans were climbing on it. So now is a great time to launch our new idea, climbable statues for adults. Based on what you would find in any fast food restaurant's child play place area, these climbable statues are surrounded by a ball pit moat so adult babies can get up on them safely. This is the closest you'll get to ever getting a piggyback ride from Connor McDavid. The statues are made of sound dampening material, so when you're swinging your shirt over your head and yelling woo, people three blocks away won't be able to hear. 
part of scrambling up Wayne Gretzky's metal body and slipping down him like a pole? Worry no more. We have hand grips and toe grips installed. Hockey Riot climbable statues. Coming never. You do. <laughs> hey, uh. What? Guess what? <laughs> you know I've been uh, babysitting. Not babysitting. You know I've been living with Kirsten, right? For a little while? Yes. Kirsten of the Midday Zone. Miss yeah. Midday Zone, Kirsten James. Yeah. And so tonight, first time, I'm going to like a little bit babysit for her. I'm a little worried. <laughs> I don't have to. She showed you a, a, like a live cam of the baby. That's all I really have to do is like check on the live right. cam every once in a and while. And you were like, why doesn't he have a blanket? You should give him a blanket. And she was like, uh, suffocation? I didn't know that babies don't. And she walked away and I was like, oh no. (laughs) Oh no. I don't know that babies don't get a blanket. So they are just like free sprawling it on an empty mattress. We we do have a dad here who's just cringing. DJ Brian Boy. So when do do they get their blanket? They don't have a blanket because, yeah, it could roll, it can go over their face and stuff. So some babies have a sleep sack. Yeah. You stuff your baby in a sack? No, well, you, you like it's kind of like a little vest thingy, and then it zips up from the bottom. Do they make it in big giant man size? <laughs> that sounds pretty that sounds nice. pretty cozy. A little it's cocoon a to sleep in. <laughs> um, have you ever changed a diaper, Paul? No. You haven't in your whole life. No, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> like, even my niece and nephew and everything. Like, all growing up, I remember my uncles being like, I changed your diaper. Right. And I was like, great. What do you want, a medal? And then with my <laughs> niece and nephew, I'm just like, I don't want that. And I, I guess I won't be able to say that to them on, you know, when they bring a date over the house. But what do I care about that? Wow. Do you know what I mean? Indy poops himself. You're like, you made your choice, buddy. <laughs> Sleep in it in your sack. <laughs> I'll be on the phone to Kirsten so fast. Like, I don't care if Avril Lavigne is playing Skater Boy. You get home right now and do this. I don't know what to do. Where's the hose? A couple of dog owners are warning people not to put your actual pet's birthday in their Instagram profile because Instagram doesn't understand that it's a dog and it's going to mark it as too young and delete the entire profile. Now I've got to keep my dog's birthday a secret? I'm so sorry, Paul. What are we, the unloved and childless, supposed to do to celebrate anything? Putting my dog's birthday party that no one came to is like the only thing I have to post these days. And here I am making a seven layer tuna cake for my three cats on their birthday that doesn't exist to Instagram. It doesn't count if you don't post it to Instagram. I just want to put them in birthday hats. I killed another house plant. Okay, gents, I'm just going to string together a bunch of words for you, okay? okay. And uh, you're going to assume that this is, like, the worst, hackiest pitch meeting that Hollywood could ever barf <laughs> right. up. But I swear to you, this is all very legitimate and scientific. Are you okay. ready? Okay. Fun. Sharkano. Eruption of underwater volcano. Home to mutant sharks. Pictured by NASA satellites. Yes. The sh- the mutant sharks are released and they're Whoa. escaping from this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. This is a sequel to Sharknado, isn't it? 
No, this is legit. <laughs> this is it happening on Earth. The Cavici volcano, well known to scientists, is exploding right now. And so researchers oh. found these fish and sharks that inhabit the superheated, sulfur-infused, acidic <laughs> waters around the volcano. Okay. Yeah. It's believed that the sharks may have actually mutated wow. to help them cope with the extreme conditions. That's cool. Populations of gelatinous animals, mm-hmm. small fish and sharks are observed there. Mm-hmm. Okay, pushing the boundaries of what science thinks anything can live. Right. So they thought there's no way any sort of animal or fish or anything like that could live in these waters. But here we have mutant sharks. Here we have the silky and scalloped hammerhead sharks. That is cool. I think this is beautiful because, I mean, it's just a really cool discovery for Earth itself and life on Earth. (laughs) But then, yeah, it also has so many opportunities for movies. Someone is going to take this and turn it into Sharkano. Mm-hmm. The sequel to Sharknado. Mm-hmm. They'd be silly not to. Truly. Like, since Jaws, we've been trying to think of a new shark thing <laughs> right. that rules, and nothing rules. Everything's bad, Sharknado, stupid. Yeah. This could be the next level. But I'm thinking, let's, like, turn it around so that they're good. Because I I know Jaws made oh. sharks look bad. They gave them a bad name, you know? Right. And sharks yeah. aren't that bad. No. They're not killers, you know? So let's make it so it's like a superhero kind of movie where they're mutants and they save other, like, animal creatures. They're, like, they're misunderstood. Like Yes. And then they come to the rescue and everyone learns a valuable lesson. Yes, they had so much hardship having to be mutant and living near a volcano in, in hot temperatures. So I think it's a beautiful story. I truly love that you spun it this way because oh. I'll be very honest. When I'm reading about the Sharkano mutant sharks, I thought like they're coming for me. They grew right. they grew legs and now they're coming for me. <laughs> Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.